This is the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast with your host, Dave Danu. Hello, I'm Dave Danu, aka Dyspectric Shaver, and welcome to the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast. I talk to friends and fellow enthusiasts about their wet shaving experiences. A huge thanks to Joe Dean from Supple Art Soap Company. Um, loved your insights and your passion for soap making. Good luck with the four releases. Make sure you guys check Joe's latest releases out. Welcome to episode 33. In this episode, I'm pleased and honoured to have this gentleman join me all the way from the Indian subcontinent. His company's philosophy is to be a class above and their premium range and innovative shaving skincare products should be an everywhere shaver's radar. Co-founder of Pink Wolf, Subud Sharma, joins me. Subud, how are things in Noya Uttar Pradesh? I hope I said that correctly, by the way. You did, you did. Noida, Uttar Pradesh, that's absolutely fine. Things are very well over here, Dave, and thank you so much for the invite to be on the podcast. I've, I've, I've heard of a few of them, and they've been absolutely fantastic. So uh, to get an invite on your podcast is truly a pleasure and an honor for me. So <clears throat> things are very well in Noida. Um, more, more importantly, things are very, very upbeat in the, in the Indian uh, uh, economy. So that's a great sign, both for the startups and the established companies, you know, so a lot of positive things are happening for us. That, that, that's great news, and um, it really is an honour and a pleasure having you um, having you on today. Um, I know it's um, probably quite late in India as well, so um, no, um, I really do appreciate it. Um, so, um, for those who may not be familiar with with Pink Wolf, um, how was the company created, and what inspired you as a co-founder? Sure. So my wife and I, my, my wife is uh, Stuti Sharma. She and I are both co-founders at Pink Wolf. The story, uh, I, I'll just take a bit of the uh, your, your time. Uh, the story begins many years ago in 2008. I used uh, normal mass-produced products like shaving foam, a multi-cartridge razor, and an, all, uh, an aftershave, which had alcohol in it. And, um, you know, I, I was in a corporate job where uh, shaving every day was a must because you were presenting to clients and you know different colleagues, etc. So one of the things I found is that my skin started to become, uh, how should I, pigmented, dry, you know, filled with the razor cuts at all times, despite the fact that I was using a cartridge eraser, okay? So a lot of the skin issues started happening. Then uh, we went to a dermatologist who explained the phenomena behind the shaving and what really is happening. So she explained very clear, clearly that, you know, look, in the, in the multi-cartridge razor, the only, it's only the first blade that actually cuts the whiskers. The others are just stripping off the layers of the epidermis. And um, on top of that, when you apply the aftershave with alcohol, it's leading to dryness and pigmentation. And before that, the shaving foam itself is not really creating a good barrier between the razor or the blade and the skin. So it's just a, you know, it's just a froth. Um, plus you, you have those uh, two uh, isopropanol and butanol uh, ingredients, which leads to dryness as well in the foam. So a chance experiment, and I converted to wet traditional shaving with an Omega brush, okay? This is many years ago, right? Um, and then slowly and slowly over the next six, seven months, you know, I took the plunge and I shifted everything. So pre-shave oil, shaving brush, a shaving soap, shaving cream in a bowl, and then a safety razor and aftershave without any alcohol. 
and soon enough the skin issues disappeared and um, I, I just fell in love with the traditional shaving. So one of the things I realized, Dave, is that when I spoke to my friends and I asked them about alum and other things, nobody cared much about shaving or nobody wanted to discuss about shaving. So but, but on, the, on the other hand, if you, if you talk to a woman and, you know, she'll, she'll go to any extent to talk about the dresses, the, the shoes, the, um, the lipsticks, the makeups, etc. Men tra traditionally don't talk so much about this. Okay. So in between, over the next few years, we shifted as a family to Pittsburgh. And then we came back to India in 2017. It's then when I realized, you know, both my wife and I, we decided that enough is enough. Let's just leave the corporate job and start something of our own. And that's when uh, Pinkful, you know, as an idea began to uh, sprout. Timing was perfect. The, um, the economy was waking up. The uh, startups were burgeoning uh, in, in numbers. And there was an increased awareness around men's grooming uh, as well. Now, if, if you look at the men's grooming in, in, in your part of the world, in the US and UK and other developed economies, um, men's grooming constitutes about 19 to 20% of the total personal care market. In India, it constitutes about less than 5% of the total personal care market. So that's a huge upside. Right. So coupled with the increased disposable incomes, coupled with the uh, awareness about men's grooming. I mean, prior to this, we used the same shampoos and the conditioners that uh, Dove made or anybody else made. Now we're actually saying that you know, I want a conditioner or a shampoo or a skin cream, which is actually made for a man, for me, for, for a man. So that's where you know the idea of Pinkful, and so we decided to launch Pinkful with the trial products of you know, only in shaving for some time, and let's see how it goes. And we found the customer reception was extremely positive. They were looking for something, you know, which is our, our first product was a shaving soap, Odin Sandalwood shaving soap. It was a novelty, and um, the first feedback came within seven days of our launching the product on Reddit, I, I, and I simply dread Reddit. Okay. So, uh, and then the second one came on Amazon where, you know, we, 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 we still do, uh, we, we write handwritten letters to all our customers, whoever, whoever orders from our website. And that's something that's the, that's an extra uh, step that we take to ensure that we are able to, you know, have a personal relationship with the customer as well. <clears throat> so then we launched, um, Pink Wolf in 2018, um, between in Pink Wolf itself, you know, the, the pink to us represents tradition, culture, values, and the wolf represents strength and intelligence in a man. So we try to marry both of them and be an iconoclast. It's not just about uh, uh, Pink Wolf. It's about trying to break traditions, you know, trying to break myths uh, as well. So long answer to, to your short question, but that's how Pink Wolf began, Dave. No, I like that. And um, I, like I know it's not on my notes here. I was actually going to ask about the the name because the, the name really intrigued me. And yeah, um, the the stats you put there. And I think another reason, if I'm being honest, having you on today was to get in a perspective from the emerging markets point mm -hmm. of view. So um, yeah, thank you for sharing that with me. That was um, fascinating. I mean, continuing with India and, and wet shaving, what, what is the um, scene like, if you were? Yeah. So I mean the, the scene. I mean, uh, if I if I'd like to break it up, let's say into pre two thousand sixteen and post two thousand sixteen, right? So pre two thousand sixteen, you had the traditional companies launching traditional products, 
So you had a big giant like a Garnier or a Nivea launching a face wash for men. Okay, and that becomes a hit because why? Because that's the only product available in the market for men, right? And then you have a, a wax cream uh, which is launched in the market and it becomes a super hit because that's the only product available for men. But post 2016, when the young startups, they started creating awareness about men's grooming and why it is different to women and why you need to be well appeared. Um, that's when things started changing. Now, if you look at the Indian market, there's a, number one, there's a lot more competitor. The, the pie itself, the 5% I talked about, that's increased. I suspect it's more like 6% now. Okay. So as the pie increases, the, the opportunities for all the players also increases. And as the more and more products keep coming up, um, now two things happen. Men become more aware. And uh, number two, they start using those products. The more they use those products, it leads to a catapult effect on other companies and products to, to be launched as well. And that's a great part about uh, you know being in, a, in an economy which is driven so highly by startups right now. Absolutely. And um, I've got to say, when I, when I think of wet shaving and India together, I I automatically think of blades. I mean, I think of like, yeah. um, I always think... Um, shaving know, foams. Shaving foams, but particularly the blades. I remember one I always see that people use, like YouTube is using it as like, um, it's been dust, but like Sachin Tendulkar. I know he's like God. I know he's like God for you guys. Um, um, and they're always seem to be manufactured in that part of the world, India, Pakistan, etc. Um, but I noticed. I think you guys don't do branded blades. Is, is this linked to a linked to cost, for example? So you're you're right. Let, let, let me answer the question in uh, twofold. Uh, yes, the Indian market is definitely defined by the number of safety blades. There's probably about I would suspect. At a national level, about 10 plus manufacturers. At the regional level, about 50 plus manufacturers. Okay. Um, but the quality of all of them, and I'm, I'm being absolutely honest over here, uh, the quality of all of them is not that great. I mean, it's, it's good for a one or a two or a maximum three shape. You can't compare it to Astra or Feather or Bic or any of these blades. Okay. Uh, the, the only one which is comparable is Gillette and uh, that's very rarely available in, in the market. Okay, the, the, what I'm talking about. The second thing is, I mean, have we thought about blades? Yes, we have. And we've spoken to a few manufacturers. Unfortunately, at the uh, in the evolution of our company, we are still small and nimble. Um, so we need to have a particular scale. Uh, to afford the minimum order quantity for those blades to be, uh, you know, uh, we, we can launch those blades. We, we, we definitely want to launch blades, but we want to launch a quality blade, um, which is uh, something that we're still searching for right now. Interesting. Um, and, and sticking with this like hardware theme, um, you've, you've got, I've noticed you on your site, you've got something for everyone, you know, I mean, DE wise, you've got your open mm -hmm. combs, closed comb, closed combs, uh, chrome plated and black-handled razors. Um, have you got any concepts in the in pipeline, anything new we can expect? The uh, butterfly razor has pretty much, uh, you know, we have tested it and is ready to be launched. Uh, I, I think we're looking at uh, maybe early next year to launch it. Then uh, there's another razor, I, uh, you know, which we are testing the different, uh, a different head 
for it. Will be very very similar to a closed comb uh, razor, but it, uh, the the difference will be that is the design of the razor is much more aesthetic. It's it's comparable to, um, you know, the uh, above the tie uh, manufacturer from I think uh, from the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. States, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, something along those lines is what we're looking at. You know, a very highly proper look control micron controlled uh razor with very low tolerances um it's finishing is such that i would actually never shave with it i would put it on my living room wall in a in a in a, in a poster over there for everybody to see um but so a concept like that we are definitely experimenting with it um but, but not nothing concrete as, as such interesting i mean i mean this is such a subjective question but um I mean, do you have a favorite type of razor yourself? Uh, favorite razor? Yeah. Pink full open comb OC70. Chrome or black, it doesn't matter, but that's the head I really love the best. Brilliant. I did see that one on your site, and yeah, that's um, <laughs> that does like a stunning razor. Um, same question with your brushes. Um, I noticed you have a mixture of bull and synthetics. Um, can we expect more, like, I don't know, more design styles in the works? Yes. Uh, plenty of them. So I mean, let me just give you a little bit, uh, you know, uh, brief about the shaving brush market in India as well. The, the most popular brush that we have is from Gillette and Park Avenue, um, and both of them sell for about a pound or less uh, than a pound. Both of them have a twenty millimeter knot and uh, nylon bristles. So I have always struggled to create a proper, decent uh, lather with a nylon bristle. Okay, and this is many years ago. So it's been quite a long time that I left it. <clears throat> so the our, our starting range is at 22 millimeter knot, which is actually a bestseller on Amazon and several other places. Then we have the next one is 24 millimeter synthetic, then 25 millimeter bore, then 28 millimeter bore and synthetic. Now we are developing a much more thicker knot. One of the best feedbacks we have received from our customers is that the while the cost becomes prohibitive for a 28 millimeter synthetic brush um, the longevity and the smoothness and the softness of the brush coupled with the fact that it it hardly takes five or six twirls and you've got a huge thick rich lather you know and it, it just doesn't matter whether it's a you know shaving soap a really hard shaving soap or a soft creamy uh, shaving cream you know they, they both produce copious amount of lather so we, we are working on uh, the handle type and also the uh, the knot uh, structure uh, for, for both the brushes, so synthetic and bore as well. That's good to know, because I mean, that part of the world, I mean, when I think of shaving brushes, I won't say the company name, but I always think of China. They seem to be very dominant in that mm -hmm. part. So it's That's right. it's quite interesting to see from like an Indian perspective, um, like what you guys are working on. Um, so that's, yeah, really interesting. Um, moving on to software, um, you've got soaps and you've got creams um, with some signature scents, um, such as Neroli and Mandarin, um, Oceanic Blue, um, Sea Buckthorn and Aloe Vera, and Oud and Sandalwood. Um, so, yeah, something from everyone, everyone there, from citrus to aquatic. Um, any more releases? How, how, I'm just really curious about this one. How did you guys come up with the um, scent profiles? So the, my wife has a great part to play in this uh, in, in the scent selection, and then our manufacturers also have a great part. Uh, you know, once again, one once a 
once we understood each other's needs and what we really wanted, they understood that we didn't want the normal fragrances that, that are available in the Indian market, which are jasmine, musk, lavender. We just don't want that. The, the market is over flooded with those three uh, fragrances. So we wanted something unique, something you know memorable. That our, our vision in 2018 day was that we want the customer to say that tomorrow morning I want to shave with an oceanic blue shaving soap. Why? Because I have a morning, I have a meeting early morning with my manager to discuss my performance over the last one. And I want to feel on top of the world. I want to feel you know really fresh and aquatic. Or um, you know, a, a, a person to say that today is a Sunday morning. I usually don't shave on a Sunday morning, but guess what? I feel like a walk in the forest. So I want to shave with an oath and sandalwood. I want to feel that earthy scent coming out. Um, so that's where we, you know, if, if you look at the uh, fragrance pyramid, the oath and sandalwood is right at the bottom, earthy, uh, and then neroli and mandarin is right at the top, you know, zesty, uh, zesty and fresh. Yeah. And then in between, you've got seabuckthorn and oceanic blue. That's the, the the main motivation was to create a huge differentiating factor between us and the competition. That we are we are able to create a lot of product suite of products products uh, across these fragrances. And that I think we have been able to successfully do. I, I think the, the next step will be that we are able to launch shaving creams in the same respective fragrances as well. That's interesting. Yeah, I really like the the selection there. I mean, even if I, I mean I've never tried pink before. Don't know. I have a punk a puck in front of me, but um, straight away I can yeah I can just imagine they 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 smell amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for explaining about that one. Um, the, the, quite quite an important one. This one. Um, do you just cater for the Indian market, or do you sell overseas as well? Um, if so, where can we get pink wolf products? Are there, are there any European or North American suppliers? Not yet. We, we don't have any suppliers in the North American or the European continent. We did list a few of our products on Amazon.com, um, but, but that's, that's been some time you know, to resupply. We, we, we found that the demand for the products is growing so fast in the Indian subcontinent that we struggle to meet that itself. Um, we, we did have a, a contract with FedEx and DHL uh, as well. But in the meantime, then, you know, something or the other happened. So, I mean, there's a long list of excuses I can give as to why we're not able to, you know, ship out, ship out to the uh, to the North American continent or we don't have suppliers. I, I think in the next six to eight months, the things will change. We will be able to ship to anywhere in the world. And uh, I'm very optimistic that we will definitely have a supplier base in uh, uh, North America for sure. Great stuff. Um, you've also got um, a skincare range, which is another branch of the business. I say, um, are there, are there um, any other areas you plan to expand? So when we launched our products, uh, they, you know, the the pre shave oil was the preparing the skin, and uh, the lather was you know the shaving soap and the shaving cream and the shaving brush. The shave was shave category was safety razor. And um, the moisturizer was the aftershave. And then we realized that, you know, once the person, a man has shaved, he's ready to go outside the house. And that's where the protect part comes in with the sunscreen. And then once he comes back to his house in the evening, he is dealt with uh, an annoying boss, uh, uh, pollution, uh, you know, pollution uh, in, in the outside. outside. 
and he's he's dealt with dirt and you know other other things as well. So he he needs to cleanse his skin, and that's when we launch the face washes, which are organic, uh, natural, and they are they don't strip the oil off your of your skin. They maintain the moisturization. And they also, you know, add some more uh, uh, essential oils, you know, back to your skin. So they, they make it much better. When you retire in the night, you're actually able to apply the night cream, which rejuvenates your skin. And the next morning, your, your skin is feeling a lot better. And then you can go back to the same routine. Now, the reason I'm explaining all these seven steps is because as we grow as a company, uh, we will find that, you know, along with the shaving, one of our incessant demands from the customers is... Can we launch a body gel, a body shower, uh, a shower gel? Can we launch a skin cream, you know, of the similar fragrances? So think about it. The fragrance becomes the base of the pyramid. At the top, we can have different categories, whether it's for hair, skin, body, shape, beard, anything. And that's what our next step is going to be. Slowly and slowly, you know, keep on launching products in different categories so that the main fragrance remains the same. But we are able to extend our product line to different parts of wherever the uh, man uses different products. I hope that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I get it. Like just to like keep uh, branching out. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Um. I love that. Um. And yeah. Th- th- uh, thanks for that. Um. I guess this one's sort of early days, but I was quite interested. Um. Like, have you got any brand ambassadors or plan to use? I mean, I got one example here. I know this is a big one for you guys in India, but anything like. IPL or, IPL or anything like that. <laughs> anything <laughs> we, like that. <laughs> we, we have been approached by different, several companies, you know, who who act as uh, intermediaries between the companies and the star uh, to you know sponsor them, etc. But at the, at the same time, we are not at that stage uh, yet, Dave, that we can afford uh, an IPL star. <laughs> but I mean, so the, my, my uh, we we have, we have four brand ambassadors right now who work diligently and twenty four hours a day. 365 days a year and they, they are my son whose video is on, on our youtube channel my my daughter my wife and i so um but besides the four of us yes definitely we are looking for other brand ambassadors but we'll have to take it slowly as we call that so you not go um well you can always dream high i guess but um... absolutely absolutely <laughs> why not i think my notes was thinking I'd, I'd, I'd love to have daniel craig as an ambassador for pink wolf <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. But um, I don't know. I always think of, I used to watch a lot of IPL. It used to be on TV here. So um, right, right. that was the example I could think of. <laughs> um, so when, when, when you're not running a male grooming business, um, what are your main hobbies and interests? I play uh, tennis. Um, and uh, feverishly, I mean, I'd be happy to play t- two hours, three hours a day, and twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. Okay. I used to play golf, but that's uh, I haven't played golf for the last four or five years now, since we began uh, uh, Pink Wolf, and uh, I guess that's about it. Just uh, you know, tennis is one of my main vocation outside of work that keeps me pumped up, and uh, of course, driving is one of the pleasures. Uh, you know, the the uh, the uh, Indian roads have become so much better, so much. Uh, I mean, they they are amazing now. So just pick up the car and go in any direction. Northeast, West, South, yeah, fine. Love that, yeah. Um, I've not played. Well, I guess when it comes to like racket sort of sports, I think for me mainly squash. But um, okay, yeah, tennis, yeah, I like that. Funnily, squash is the only sport I have not played in racket. I played table tennis at the highest levels, 
badminton at the highest level. Lawn tennis, I just, I just uh, you know, started playing it three years ago. And uh, squash is the only one I haven't picked it up. I haven't played ever. I recommend I, I, it. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. In the next after, a hard, after a hard day's work, um, right. there's nothing better than just, you know, smashing that ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so um, the question I ask every guest that comes on, if you're in the shaving den, mm. what hardware and software would you pick up? Would you go in a spending spray? Would you go high, uh, go high end? Would you reach down into the bargain bin? Um, I would go mid range and high end. Um, you know, so so uh, we're still recording this, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't take the name. So <laughs> now I, I think uh, the. Um, my, my, I, I tried. I, I did, Dave. I have a collection of all the uh, all my competitors' uh, products, both inter and, uh, national and international as well. And sometimes when I feel like I will take some of them out and you know, try a different shape. But guess what? I go back to Pink Wolf. Okay. The, uh, the pre-shave oil, the safety razor, the shaving brush, and the shaving soap in a mug. Um, I don't have it right now in front of me, but uh, in, in, in a shaving mug that we are experimenting and we're going to launch that very soon in the next month, month and a half at the most, right? Um, or the shaving cream. You know, so that, that's what I, what I go back to uh, all, all the time. I think that they are middle of the range or to a little bit luxurious. The, the, the cologne is something that I have from my own personal choice. <clears throat> Honestly, Dave, I, I did try. I mean, for several years before I did, before we started Pinkful, I, I was a big fan of uh, Edwin Jagger, DH9. That's the second razor I have, uh, you know. Uh, the first one was uh, the feather uh, plastic uh, popular uh, razor. And uh, the third one was the feather uh, AS2 uh, D2, um, right? But um, I, I still have them and I still use them. But my normal everyday seven days of shave, is going to be with painful products all the time. I did have a feeling you would say that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> great. No, I mean, you're, you're, with your your uh, line of products, you've got so much to choose from from the 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 brush, the blade, uh, the blade. What was it? The brush, the the razor. Um, right. Obviously, the the soaps, creams. So um, yeah, and as you as you explained uh, earlier about the the different scents and what days you could use that for. So, I uh, yeah. I did have a feeling you'd go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 while preparing for this question, I was actually thinking, I opened my bin of all my, you know, goodies, uh, goodie bags and other things. But I couldn't find one product that I really wanted to really use on a daily basis. I mean, it's always going to be Pink Wolf. So that, that's a love affair that's going to last for a long time. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I, I totally see why. I, I just want to say a huge thanks for, for coming on, um, Sabon. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? And most importantly, where, where can people find you online? I think the best source is pinkwolf.com. Um, that's where the starting point is uh, for, for everyone. And uh, once you're there, I mean, it, it, you know, we, we are fairly customer centric. So just send, send us an email at hello at pinkwolf.com or a WhatsApp message on our uh, on our phone number number as well. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be happy to answer, respond, and let you know what, what we can and what we can't do. There are a few limitations, but we try and ensure that we are able to overcome them as much as possible. Okay. 
Um, the last thing, the last thought I would leave with the, the audience and with you as well, you know, is uh, a lot of people have asked us about the differentiating factors for Pink Wolf, and I would just say three things. One is highly moisturizing, and they're all from our own, you know, my own personal experience um, while shaving other products. Uh, the, the first one is uh, highly moisturizing, deeply moisturizing. So, I mean, if, if you ask a guy to apply a moisturizer on top of the shaving items, <clears throat> And you pay him fifty pounds every day or fifty rupees every day. Chances are he's he's going he's not going to do it. But if you make a product that is already moisturizing, and he doesn't have to use anything else on top of that, he he probably go for it. The first is that. The second is, you know, we we, we tend to use minimal chemicals made in the lab. So we have all, almost all the ingredients are essential oil driven and vegan ingredients. And the last one are memorable exotic fragrances. I mean, once you smell one of the products, uh, you are definitely going to fall in love with it. One thing I've just yeah, and thank and thanks for that. And I, I certainly agree with the the um, moisturising. That's a very very important part. Um, about asking where you are, I know you do have a YouTube channel, and the reason I've just remembered that is um, I, I, I mean, I went before we recorded this quick look on there. You have got some great content on there and some how to guides, and I believe you have something about moisturising on there as well. If I'm right, yes, that's that's right, that's right. That's, that's an aspect I cover quite, quite often. M many times, you know, um, a, a lot of people that I've spoken to who have been shaving for 20, 30 years, they, it, it's a revelation for them to say, uh, think that, you know, there's a second pass of shaving. So they only shave once, one pass. And what happens is by, by one o'clock in the afternoon, the, the whiskers start coming out and uh, you feel as if you haven't shaved. So that's when they realize that that's where the itchiness and the dryness starts creeping in. And that's when we start to educate, you know, that if you use products, number one, there's definitely something called a second pass. Uh, and uh, number, number two, if you use high quality products, which have a, an element of moisturization in them, then you won't have this issue of itchiness or dryness. It, it looks very, um, how should I put it, uncouth that you know, so you're sitting in a meeting and scratching your face all the time you know like this it just looks unprofessional 100 i think um that's what's great i think even somebody who's new to the traditional way of shaving i think um actually your channel is a great starting point actually um for anyone that wants to go down this like rabbit hole um i think you've got a lot of how can i say i guess the marketing world you call it like evergreen content um which you've got um so yeah so yeah definitely check out the pink wolf youtube channel as well absolutely thank you so much dave thank it's you a, it's, a, it's a pleasure um i just want to say um that's it from Sabod and i and thanks for listening and hopefully episode 34 is just around around the corner if you'd like to come on the podcast please let me know you can contact me via twitter and instagram at dyspraxic shaver don't forget you can get your very own retro wet shaving podcast merch from t-shirts mugs stickers phones and ipad covers head over to redbubble.com and search for the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast. I'll also include a link in the show description. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would like to show your appreciation and make a small donation and buy me a coffee. Please visit www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash The Space Shaver. Catch you next time and happy shaving.